This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 253, maybe? Well, that's that what it? my outline says. Oh, well, in turn, Hackney's never wrong, so we're going to episode 253. How you doing, Jeff? I'm uh, doing all right. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm Jeff. Blake? Blake's not here. Jim? Jim's not here. Oh, we got anyone? Uh, we can get the gimp out of the box. <laughs> I'm free. I thought you were sleeping. Did Jeff wake you up? <laughs> he always wakes me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick the Gimp is here tonight. Uh, we took his mask off so he can talk. Uh, did you take the zipper off part? That was good. You got to take that off so you can talk. I'm just saying. Yeah. You do look cute in leather, though. I like it. It's my style. It is. It is. I like the shiny. I see you went with the red leather this year for ho- for the holiday, so that's nice. Because it is, it is uh, Christmas season. I don't know if you know. Uh, November 1st, Halloween stuff goes down. Every store has fucking Christmas stuff up already. Well, stores, I even have, they have other, to. other departments in my office have Christmas trees and lights. Why? Oh, okay. In the office, it's too. In stores, you need to because you need to sell it before the people put it up in their houses. You should not be putting anything up until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you have to buy it before you put it up. No, you don't. Yeah, you kind of do. No, Jeff, I'm saying no. If I don't own it, I can't put it up. You know, the the funny thing is, though, uh, I just realized that Thanksgiving is only like two weeks away. So maybe it should be up. (laughs) Never mind. My bad. That came along quick. That happened quickly. (laughs) Thanksgiving escalated quickly. <laughs> yes, it did. The second most pointless holiday. Uh, what? Well, uh, Nick over there might actually have a top five of the most pointless holidays, or he might have another top five. Because I was, ca- I got a message, because intern Hackney did not uh, give him enough information ahead of time, that we switched the top five on him. Oh, oh. yeah. So yesterday I, get a, I, I sent an email to Jason, and I get an email back, hey, you want to come on the podcast tomorrow night? Jim and Blake are both out. 
Sure, why not? Okay, top five is the top five most pointless holidays. <laughs> That's a pretty easy one. <laughs> All right, fine. Start looking around some holidays for that. Get that together. Then... Nothing from Jason today. I happen to be looking on Facebook, and I see the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page, and it says, Top 5 tonight. And it is not the top five most pointless holidays. To our credit, intern Hackney is with uh, Jim tonight, the power bottom. So he was lacking on his duties this week. Um, so did you? which one did you do? A little bit of both? Pointless holidays with a number one crossover. Okay, good, good, good. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we are recording on election night. Uh, we record, this is the bi- second biggest election night that we've recorded on. Uh, is it is it really the second biggest? Since we've been in existence. I don't know, is it bigger than uh, 2014? Did we, we didn't record in 2014. Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. What the hell happened to us? <laughs> Seriously? Jeez. Seriously, we recorded in 2014. Okay, I can't back any of this up. But it's election night. <laughs> We're not going to talk politics as they're all fucking assholes. Uh, on the positive, though, CNN with 0% reporting stated Rick Scott lost uh, Florida. All right. Uh, that is crack, just amazing reporting from 0% reporting. So good for them. Well, that zero is just rounded, you know, To down. 100%. <laughs> you know, but... I mean, there was some reporting. It just wasn't enough to crack 1% yet. My bad. My bad. Uh, I love seeing the news, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all of them telling us who won, and literally the uh, polls just closed a minute ago in most of the country. Yeah. Indiana, Kentucky was, set, was 7 p.m. What the fuck is that? But anyways. Yeah. wrong with 7 p.m.? Nothing. They're weird. Anyways, uh, so I'm just saying I, th- I, I, it makes me laugh that they can predict this already because it worked out well in 2016 when they predicted it. Well, it's, it's all based on absentee ballots. Oh, oh well, that's good. Mm-hmm. But they don't count those yet. So, exactly. So today at work I overheard a conversation of someone saying that they voted via absentee ballot this year. And the other person that they were talking to said, well, you know they don't count those unless they have to. And they got into a conversation about it. And the one guy said, well, I think they should count them all so they know. And I'm just well, if candidate A is winning by 15,000 votes and there's only 5,000 absentee ballots, why in the hell would you count them? Because absentee ballots counts for three times the vote. Oh. I don't know if you know how this works. Well, my question but- is, though, there's a lot of different races on there. So the ballot will have to be counted for even, like, a smaller thing, possibly. A school district wanting money or stuff like that. I'm sure they could find somebody that can feed them into those machines that's not doing anything else instead of just getting a, a check for sitting on their ass. Hey, they could hey, hey. one of those people just to feed them How into the How dare machines. you insult my parents? My <laughs> parents are at the polls working. They've been working for 20 years. Working. For 20 years. Ski. Yes. I'm talking about the people that have, have never worked. Well, oh, sorry. 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 I voted uh, for uh, Gary Johnson, and then I realized I think they gave me the wrong ballot. Yeah. It said 2016 on top. So I think he wins the presidency because I voted for him today. You Is were that typecast, how so they gave you a ballot to typecast you to Do the Russians. Damn it. I remember years in the past, mm-hmm. uh, especially like 
uh, when I was like between jobs, I was considering volunteering to work at the polls mm-hmm. until they said you have to represent a, the Democrats or Republicans at the polls. Really? Yeah. Do they and still I, have to do that? Yep. Really? And I said, no, I don't rec- I don't. I will refuse to represent either party. You don't have to belong to the party, but you have to represent for their interests or something. Did you ask if you could be part of the Sith party? I should have. I'm going Vader Palpatine. So tonight we find out if Hillary Clinton wins the presidency, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if the recount took two years. I was confused. I'm, I'm, I'm all confused by this. I think tonight we find out if Al Gore won. Oh, you know, he created the Internet. Yeah. I didn't know that. He is a he is a stud. He is he is hot. Uh, moving on. Uh, so, Jeff, did you vote? Of course I voted. Okay. I did, too. I did, too. Uh, I did. Uh, congratulations if you voted. If you didn't, that's okay. Uh, we support you. You just can't complain about it. Well, you could. It's America. You can complain about America. anything. America! Uh, I will say that I appreciate, you know, our right to vote. It's a great honor to do that. I'm not taking that down at all. My issue is... Oh, my down for the week is I'm so tired of every company putting out that you need to go vote. I get that they're trying to get the younger people to vote, and I get that. I appreciate that. But after a while, I don't need fucking Levi's telling me to go vote, okay? It's a great commercial. I will say that. I do like the commercial. Levi's, buy our jeans and vote. I mean, they have it through the years of the people voting. I kind of like that. It's kind of clever. But then I'm like... I don't need fucking jeans commercials to tell me to vote, okay? Well, what I'm waiting for is one of the commercials to say, inform yourself and then vote. Whoa, 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 whoa. We you don't, mean do don't vote D's and R's? Or they, else? Or, <laughs> they shouldn't have parties uh, on C's. the back. If you are not smart enough to know who's in what party, you shouldn't be allowed to, to give it to you on the ballot. I agree. Take it off. Hey, what about the Constitution Party? They're so closing every military if, base if of England. You know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to vote Constitution Party, you should know the names of the people running. There was a woman last time running Constitution Party. A woman. Is that what it said? A <laughs> woman. <laughs> they didn't actually pick a candidate. They just said if you if she wins, we'll just pick one. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> I thought that was her name. A woman. Yes, that is it. Andrea Woman. She's a great candidate. Uh, but, yes, that is my biggest thing is all week I've been seeing, like, even on Facebook and everything else, I'm like, I'm trying to avoid commercials, and everybody's fucking, go vote. I appreciate yeah. you putting that out there. I don't need it on my fucking Papa John's pizza, okay? You know what? I'm getting tired of all the political ads uh, just, like, ruining everything. I'm like, Duh, spoilers, people. I don't want to know what happens until it happens. I, oh, wait, that's movies. Oh, n- never mind. The best part about all that, too, is that how many, they had record turnout for uh, early voting. Yeah. So everybody backends their political ads to this past weekend or yeah. football games and everything else when, I don't know, how many people that were going to vote in an election already voted, and you're yeah. just kind of either preaching to the choir or pissing people off. Did they say 33 million voted pre, uh, ahead of time? I have no clue. There was 200, uh, there was... 23,000 in our county that voted ahead of time this weekend. Um, yeah. So there you go. If you vote it. Well, I, silly me. I vote when the Constitution tells me to vote. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Down the hall. Down the hall. We don't talk that way. So that's my down this week. My up this week is go vote. Jeff, what's your down? 
I thought that was good. I think that's good. That's a good. It's a good yin to yang to it. Uh, Jeff, what's your up this week or down? Ah, well, up. My up. I, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody over the weekend. And is that how good was it or how bad was it? It was good. It just wasn't great. Okay. But the, the the performances were excellent. So that much was great. The the story was a little kind of everywhere, but really nowhere. They <laughs> is he Dark Man? <laughs> is this movie Dark Man? I'm everywhere and nowhere. Yeah, I am Dark Man. Look it yes. up, kids. No. <laughs> it's a great film. No, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> but uh it's it's like they had so many things they wanted to tell that they just hinted at things and didn't really get into any depth in any of it. They, the, this movie has been plagued by many, many years of developmental hell. Yeah. Uh, Brian Singer was on for a while. He got booted off because there were some sexual assault allegations against him. Uh, never convicted or anything, like never went farther, but there's been rumors of that for a while. Um, but he was kicked off. Uh, they had an issue with, I think, Freddie Mercury's family or estate was having issues with them putting too much about his personal life into it. They wanted to focus on the music. Uh, same thing happened with uh, Jimi Hendrix's uh, biopic. I thought it was the band wanted it to be more band-centric. I heard, yeah, I heard it was the family. You could be right on the band, too. I know the family was kind of up and down. They did, I don't think they cared that they had the AIDS thing, but I don't think they wanted it as the main thrust of it. It wasn't. Okay. No, no, but uh, the problem was there didn't feel to be like there was a main thrust. It's like, there, there's, Freddie Mercury was too much of a complicated guy to, I think, to be able to tell the story, to tell all the stories in mm-hmm. one movie. It's like, did you want to tell talk about the relationship with the band and the writing of the music? Did you want to talk about, you know, his personal life with his parents and, and with his girlfriend and, and all that and, and his coming to grips with, with homosexuality and stuff like that? And they kind of just teased all of it and then had Mike Myers in the movie for too long. My question is, did the theater in Georgia play the movie? Because they wouldn't let Beauty and the Beast be oh. played when Josh Gad was dancing with the man. You're right. Did Bohemian Rhapsody was allowed in Georgia? I think, yeah. I think uh, Freddie Mercury is probably more openly gay than Josh uh, Gad's character. Josh Gad's character, Lafeu. Which took me seven times watching the film with my kids to realize, oh yeah, he does dance with a guy. That's in the background. Wait, <laughs> this is it? <laughs> But she's getting with a beast. <laughs> Literally a beast. <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> That's like, no, you can't do that. <sighs> Nick, what's your down this week? Down this week? Uh, down this week is Daylight Savings. Ooh. Because of your kids or just you in general? Kids. Uh, everybody wants to, you know, throw it out there how you, you fall back. You gain that hour of sleep. That's bullshit. If you have kids or pets or animals or anything like that, you don't gain an hour of sleep because all their internal clocks say it's 7 a.m. No, it's not. It's not 7 a.m. It's 6 a.m. It's 7 a.m. I'm awake. Go back to sleep. No, I, I'm awake. <laughs> Is this personal, Nick? <laughs> Did this happen? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Did your kids come in and go, hey, Dad, wake up? No, Sunday morning, uh, my two daughters did get up. They usually get up about 7 or so. They got up. It was it was 6, but to them it was 7. Mm-hmm. Can we go downstairs and watch TV? Sure, go. I'm like, nothing's on. 
Well, they'll turn on Netflix or oh, okay. Amazon Prime. And Fox News. On there. Yeah. CNN. <laughs> you got, Nick comes down there and talk about the politics. What the hell? They're so, sharp. <laughs> it just has everybody thrown off. And then you, I don't know. This, I prefer, everybody else, you know, when you lose that hour of sleep, everybody tell, says how terrible it is. But I feel like I can adjust faster to losing an hour of sleep than the flip side of it on this side of gaining that. Well, not worrying about kids or pets or anything like that. I can really adjust quicker in the fall than the spring. But my feeling is, why change it at all? Let's just be on daylight savings all year. Yes, I agree. Matter of fact, let's start the day another hour later because I want it to stay bright until 10 p.m. in the summer. Hell no. I'm so happy it's dark now. Nope. I I love this time of year. I dark. I love it. When it should be light out. Well, there were all the people that were, a couple years ago, there was a big push to get rid of daylight savings. Oh, fuck that. And my whole thing on that was, okay, you want to get rid of daylight savings. If you look at the summer, it's going to get light outside at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then it'll it'll get dark at 8.30. At the the latest, it'll be around 8.30. Where we live. On the western end of the eastern time period. I'd rather have that. Yeah, like you said, Jeff. Yeah. Why get up? Why have it bright light outside at four thirty in the morning while I'm still sleeping? Push it back to six thirty in the morning so yeah. I can drive to work in the in the light. Yeah, and, and then it stays light outside until ten thirty at night. You know whose fault this is. And and we can play softball without artificial lights in Russians. the summer. If they don't have daylight savings, then our softball window is very small, and you're rushing from work to get there and all that other shit, and then you might not even get the game in. Daylight savings is cool. Let's just stay in daylight savings time. Uh, It's the vampire's fault. Uh, It probably is a vampire's. Fun fact, the more you know, uh, vampire-related deaths go up in the winter. I don't know if you know that. It's a little fun fact. You know why? Why? Because night is longer. Yes, that was the joke. Thank you. God, I feel like I'm Blake talking to you. What the hell happened? Uh, you, s- you just said you didn't know why. Shut up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I agree with you, Nick. That hour really fucks me over, too. Yeah. The only positive is I got an extra hour of Red Dead Redemption. So that was nice. Oh, my God, I love this game. Jeff, how are you doing? I saw you were playing it last night. Yes, I was playing it. I don't think I love it as much as you do. Wait till you get into it. I'm more. starting to get into it. The The biggest problem I have is I hate when you, like, save something and then you go back and it's not the way you left it. Did you do an autosave? I've done autosave. I've done huh. regular save. But it, like, just puts you in the area, not no, I agree right with you. at the story point that you were at. I agree with you on that. It's like I want to save it before I go in, so if I don't like the outcome, then I'll go back to that point. Did well, then it changes things. Did you get to the bayou yet? I have not gotten to a bayou. Oh, the bayou is a fun area. Uh, there's zombies down there at night. Uh, there's the KKK. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, which is the best because they're around a bonfire burning across, and you throw a dynamite into the middle of them, and it's awesome. Uh, and then I'm trying to think what else is in there. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, at one point, I heard there was a UFO that comes above you. <laughs> They put in as much weird shit as possible 
for little Easter eggs. So, um, so we've got cowboys and aliens in there? Oh, let's never mention that movie again. Uh, on the positive, though, last night, one of the guys I work with, he's into it more than I am, and I'm pretty into it. He sent me a link on YouTube, and somehow I have $30,000 now. <laughs> I found a lot of gold. Oh. There's a glitch. And unlike Office Space, they did not fix it. Uh, so well, you don't have to let me know what that is. So I'll send it to you before they do fix it. You just keep grabbing gold bars over and over and over. You can get up to thirty. You go to sell them for fifteen thousand at the fencing. You come back. You get more fifteen to thirty more. You just keep going. So my camp is pimped out, <laughs> and my wife goes, "You're cheating." And I was like, "I'm uh, not doing it for the. I'm not doing it for the missions. I'm just doing it so I can get some fun stuff." Um, it's not cheating if the glitch gives it to you. It's cheating if you put in a code and it gives Correct. it to you. <laughs> Do we have a Game Shark <laughs> attached oh, exactly. to that? Exactly. <laughs> uh, one of those. Game Shark? <laughs> did it work? Mm-hmm. I feel like I always bro- I could never get mine. My, I never had one. My friend did. I could never get his to work. Uh, Nick, you need to buy Red Dead Redemption. I'm just saying that right now. I need to get a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One first. Well, that would probably be helpful, too. Never mind! They sell them in bundles with the game and the system. Uh, day after uh, th- or Thanksgiving night, uh, Target has the PlayStation 4 with Spider-Man okay. included for $200. Fuck, that's... There you go, Nick. $200, and you get the Spider-Man game. That's a pretty damn good price, I think. I will spend 60 bucks for Red Dead. But... Yeah, but it's such a good game. I've been playing it every night, and... Almost every night, and oh my god. There's no online play with that yet. Not there? yet. Not yet. So Jeff and I, Jeff, we're going to hook up here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, my complaint about the game before yes. you move on. How much do you have to eat before you get fat? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you hunt? That's the bigger question. If you're eating cane goods, you're not getting much. You don't gain. You have to hunt, and then that way... So I can't just buy, keep buying candy from the general store and eating it? Uh, that's no. what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Life imitates art. Fill, <laughs> up on, fill up on the candy, eat it all, go back, buy some more, <laughs> eat all that till I'm out of money. Now, when I get those gold bars... Just think of all the candy I can get. You're going to get tons of NECA away first. <laughs> oh, that's probably the type of candy they have in the Old West, isn't it? <laughs> it probably is. Now, I really love the game. It's a fun game. Uh, I, I really enjoy it a lot. Um, I spent, like, I'm trying to get the mission so I can get to, like, Chapter 3 is that's when it really opens up to the war and all that stuff. But I have so much fun doing side missions and just riding around. Oh, that's the reason I get games like that. Is I mean, it's been fun. Here's my one issue, though. I feel like the glitch is okay because of me taking the gold bars because I was out in the wilderness and a bear run is running at me and I killed it. I shot it in the face. With gold? No. <laughs> yes, I threw gold bars at it. I, th- I threw gold bars at it, and it started dying. So it started, like, walking away, like, l- you know, limping away. And it falls over and dies. I'm like, oh, my God, I killed a bear. I killed a bear. I run over to get it, to skin it, and it disappears. And I'm like, no! <laughs> I'm never going to be able to kill a bear. They're going to kill me all the time. But, yes. Not all the time. They told you when you went on the hunting mission that you can climb a tree and shoot at them. Ah, fuck that. I'm not climbing a tree. <laughs> Oh, climb a tree in real life. I ain't fucking doing that in the game. That's you should have seen how much candy he got with that $15,000 gold bars. Tell you, I didn't even know there was candy at the general store. How did I miss that? Did you not buy food and provisions at the general store? No, I just steal it when I go inside. 
<laughs> or would I rob the train? Again, don't rob trains and take the train because they only can go on tracks. <laughs> you can't go off the track. Make sure you stop at the dining cart. <laughs> or, well, my issue was, Nick, last oh. week I was explaining that I bought the commercial. I stole the commercial train. There was oh. nothing but just canned goods on it. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. And I'm going to throw a spoiler out there for, you know, chapter one. So it's not really that big deal, but... It, it pissed me off because you're getting ready to, to rob the train and do the train mission, and they send you down to uh, check on the guy who's setting the explosives, and he's, yeah. he tells you to go ahead and hook the uh, explosives up to the uh, uh, detonator. I said, oh, it's going to fuck us, isn't it? So when he tries to blow it up, it doesn't work because I'm too stupid to figure out how to <laughs> attach to they a detonator. fuck you in the drive-thru. <laughs> I just saw that coming. As soon as they said do that, I went, oh, it's going to not blow up, and it's going to be my fault. Um, we did have a poll of the week. You can follow us at, at Ideas Podcast on Twitter. Uh, what did you think of Rick Grimes' last episode of The Walking Dead? I was excited because Blake was supposed to be here, and we were going to talk about this. He's not here. Uh, he's in D.C. Uh, he's protesting, so that's good. All right. I don't know if he's protesting, but he's in D.C. protesting. Uh, what do you think of it? It was amazing. It was good, but not great. Below average, it was awful. You can also follow us at History of Bad Ideas on Facebook. See, my problem is it, I didn't see it. wasn't one of the choices. No, it wasn't. Uh, in last place, below average with 4%. Uh, winning 40% to the other two that were tied at 28%. It was awful. Ooh, it was awful one. Uh, so I watched it, and Walking Dead has kind of lost its luster with me. It's just not as good. It's kind of getting long in the tooth. And then this episode happened. And the first 40 minutes, best part about TVR is anytime he had a flashback, because Rick's kind of dying in it. You know, he got rebar through his stomach. He's running away from the walk, the zombies, trying to get them away from the camps, blah, 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 all that stuff. And he's having flashbacks to all the people that have died that have influenced him throughout the show. Anytime a main character dies lately, they do flashbacks to past characters that come back. So I fast forward that. I don't fucking care. Okay, Shane's dead. I don't need to see another flashback. It was probably the best scene of the entire I series. listened to it for about a minute, and then every time they have a flashback, I fast-forward the rest of it. Then the last 15 minutes happened, and my God, I was happy. Um, he gets picked up uh, by the trash lady, the lady that was in charge of the trash, in a helicopter. She, he blows up the bridge, so all the zombies wash away in the river. They all fall over, catch fire, blah, blah, blah. He saves the people. The zombies do what? Uh, they're across a bridge that they built. Okay. He blows it up. Yeah. They all start falling because they want to go after him, and they hear okay. the explosion. They all fall into this rushing river that's flooded. Okay. So Jeff didn't hook up the explosions on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wash away? Wash. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. Anyways, so they wash away on fire. Rick goes downstream, too. The trash lady finds him. She has a connection to this community, and spoilers... Uh, in the comic books, this community is like 50,000 deep. They have technology, everything. They pick. She picks him up and decides to save him after all these years of not trusting him. And next thing you know, he's on the helicopter, hooked up to medical equipment, like real medical equipment. He's gone. Everyone thinks he's dead. Uh, now they come out after the show saying that he's actually going to be... He wanted to go home to England in real life to be with his family. Yeah. Because the show. So now they said he's in a trilogy of movies for AMC is how they're going to continue his story in this community. I heard that. Yep. That's not the best part. The best Ooh, part is better. you see these f group of five uh, people later on in the book, Yukimo and all that in the comic book. They're really cool people. The group. 
They're getting surrounded. Next thing you know, boom, 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 boom. They're surrounded by zombies. Next thing you know, gunshot. All the zombies start falling. This spoilers. Who saves her? Who saves them? Judith. Rick's daughter is now 11 years old, and they jump six years in the future, and they're keeping it six years in the future. And I'm like, I'm in now. Now you got something. Now you're kind of twisting the show up. You're not. You're. It's not the same boring, boring shit. You did a time jump, so you can jump some technology. We don't have to have six episodes of mourning Rick the Savior. You know, Jesus Christ wasn't mourned this long. Okay, get over it. It's just Rick. So now you're six years in the future. Judith is a badass, and she's not whiny like Carl. And it looks fucking awesome. Now I'm all on board. That's because her formative years, she wasn't raised by Rick. That could be the reason. (laughs) That could be the reason. Rick is a bad father. So, yes, there you go. That is is the uh, Walking Dead recap. I loved it. It was great. Um, Again, the first 40 minutes, and whatever. Last 15, amazing. But the people who took your poll said awful? Yeah, they said it was awful. So, so there you go. Let's do uh, some listener feedback. Now our bomb listener feedback. Hold on, hold on. Late breaking news on Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter is a big deal. Uh, first off, who sponsors us this week? Uh, I heard it was Besotted Geek. Cha-ching. You owe us $100. Uh, so, Besotted Geek, since he's sponsoring this week, Nick, he's got a big question. Read that out. Big question. When Archie went... To Juvie, uh-huh. do you think it was fair for running mate Veronica to take over as student body president, or did Cheryl have a point that they should have a new election? Hashtag Riverdale. Uh, I think that it was perfectly fine for Cheryl to um, have to right, have a new election. Feedback from number <laughs> one fan. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm intrigued on how they actually was student body it. president. He won as president. I think so. So he won. They, they, they were already done voting. It's not uh, in the middle of the election. I'll be honest. I'd kind of fade out at that point. Uh, so <laughs> say if he already won, then, yeah, who's ever vice president should take over. You don't have new elections when Richard Nixon steps down or somebody. I'm going to uh, say he didn't win. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, uh, I do think that Cheryl had a point that she should have been, uh, been a new election. Archie went to jail. You know, you can't just give it to Veronica. She didn't run. Just because she's his girlfriend. Uh, so this didn't... Oh, she this, wasn't... I'll be honest, that kind of vice president? I don't know, that kind of... Do they not have a vice president in their student body government? I don't remember. Really, they're 30, okay? They shouldn't be in high school anyways, I'll be honest. They get to... They turn the, the show... I really like this season. Uh, they're doing more uh, occult and more mystical stuff this year, and I kind of like it. Because uh, they're eventually going to the afterlife with Archie is what they're going to with zombies and that. But my issue was they're like, oh, our junior year. And I'm like, OK, even I have to say they should be seniors by now because they are really looking old. Um, season three. Yeah. If they started as freshmen. It would be their junior year. I understand that. But Archie looks like he could be my dad at this point. <laughs> but man, his abs. <laughs> oh, my God, those abs. And then Veronica. Oh, Veronica. Uh, but yes, uh, Besada Geek, I do believe that there should have been a new election. Nope. Veronica should be student body president in every student body. <laughs> yeah. <She'd> be, <laughs> never mind. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. All right, Nick, go ahead. All right. Listener feedback from number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. Hey, fans. 
The NFL is trying to block the December 16, 2001 Cleveland Browns versus Jacksonville Jaguar game in which fans threw bottles on the field. A documentary on this game was on YouTube, and the NFL is trying to shut it down. What are Blake's thoughts on this game? Funny thing is, that video popped up on my YouTube uh, things to watch, so I watched it, and then I saw this uh, feedback. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's always listening. That's it. (laughs) But it's like, oh, fuck the NFL. But uh, I think Browns fans were terrible. They were throwing beer bottles, lots of them. They were throwing shit on the field. Well, the worst part was the the league fucked up because they they didn't like the call, so they threw a bunch of shit on the field with, like, 30 seconds left to go in the game, and the ruling on the field was a turnover on downs. And then the people were throwing shit on the field, then the referee said, that's it, game over. The uh, NFL called up and said, no, you have to play out the game. Made them take at least 11 people from each team, most of them who are already already undressed in the locker room, go back out on the field so Jacksonville can kneel the ball and then leave. And get hit with more beer bottles. And the fans thought, oh, they were overruling a call, so they're going to let us play this out. (laughs) And no. Thanks, NFL. Um, uh, the controversy how, controversy started when uh, there was a long play, a long pass yes. or whatever, and they went down, and they went to spike the ball, fake spiked it, then really spiked it when he realized they can't do anything. And apparently the replay officials signaled for the on-field officials to replay the, or to watch, look at the replay. Mm-hmm. But then the play went off already. Well, then they came back and said, well, we're looking at the replay. And everyone said, you can't look at a replay after a a play has already been played. So that's where the whole controversy that got them throwing the stuff. They had replay in 2001? Yeah. It was limited, I think. It was, yeah, it it was early in the replay. And it's, you know, when they had to run in and they stood in that box for 10 minutes trying to figure out everything when it was supposed to only take 30 seconds, so. Blake's response is, the refs deserved it. So, the damn refs deserved it, is what he said. The damn refs deserved it for for following the rules of the game. But that never gets brought up on NFL highlights, that game. <laughs> I know why. Well, apparently, NFL doesn't want anybody to even know about it on the... Uh... It's like everything else with the Browns. They'd prefer if they just didn't exist. And, I, <laughs> and I'll, I'm going out on a limb here. I don't think Roger Goodell is a very good commissioner. What? I, I'm just going. Now, that might not get him on the show like Tara Reid. Hey, he's $30 million a year good. <sighs> With uh, bonus. <laughs> you know, I could be just as bad of a commissioner for, like, fractions of the cost. Any of these commissioners are bad. I think the, the NBA commissioner is decent. He's trying to do different things. Who they got? Is it Stern? Stern? No, no, no. no it's Manfred. Manfred's baseball. Uh, Manfred Man? Manfred. Uh, somebody. <laughs> He's a bald guy. Penis head. Penis head is the commissioner of NBA. And he actually does silver. Silver. That's it. Yeah, okay. Silver penis head. He does a great job, but I don't care about the NBA. So what else we got? From Bob. Bob. Why haven't they made a sequel to Leon, the professional, and yes, they should? Jeff? Well, they haven't because, spoiler alert, 
Leon's dad. You could take over as Natalie Portman's character. Well, yeah, but then it wouldn't be Leon, the professional. Could be a prequel because everything's a prequel now. Oh, <gasps> switch no. it. Natalie Portman's character is the female this time because they're switching everything for genders. Oh, she could be Leon. And then she could be having a guy that she trains. A 10-year-old kid. Named Leo. She'd be Leon, he'd be Leo? Yeah, okay. I think that works. <laughs> Do you, would you be interested in a sequel? No. Okay. Did you like the first one? I enjoyed it for what it was, but... I think it's overrated. I liked it, but I think it's overrated. Bob's going to yell at you for that. Yes, he will. All right, regarding last week's top five from the Superiority Complex, number five, Burning CDs, four, The Commodore 64, (laughs) three, Funyuns, two, Men with a Body Like a 1920s Strongman. You know, no definition, just like big in general. (laughs) One, good hip-hop. This is regarding our top five last week. Top five pop culture fads, I guess? Things in pop culture you want to, that were once famous, you'd... Popular. popular again, yeah. Yeah. I like the Commodore 64. I like that one. Yeah, I don't see how that could work. I mean, it will never be popular again. No. We're, we're playing too busy playing Red Dead uh, Redemption 2. Oh, Isn't Funyuns, can't you still get Funyuns? I suppose they're not as popular as they once were. Do you I want Funyuns? You can still get them. I know. They're in the uh, pack that we get for my kids for lunch, like the big box. Of, the like, ones that nobody wants? Yeah, he's like, I don't want these. It's like Doritos, Sun Chips, he loves those. Train them with some kid at school. They make you smell like a stoner, Dad. Oh. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> all right. Now I have a new ambition in life. To I eat all the to, candy you can no, in I, need to, store. I need to get my body to look like a 1920s strong man. I think if you paint some abs on you, you're okay. <laughs> I know. I just need to get like one of those uh, caveman-looking uh, uh, loincloths. Well, I was going for a full body. Not this. Everybody wants a loincloth on Jeff. <laughs> and then like like big round dumbbells or something. They don't actually have to be heavy, just it so just I can hold it. So round it looks, and says round says, says like hundred pounds <laughs> on each hundred k. Or <laughs> and then I go yeah. <laughs> Halloween costume for next year. Here we go. Still going to look like Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Griffin as a 1920s strong man. I like it. <laughs> All right, and another top five from last week from Michael Bagford at Michael Bagford. Five, Kenny Rogers Chicken Roosters. Roasters. Roasters. Question, is this still around? Do they still make Kenny? No, is Kenny it, Rogers, I'm pretty sure, is gone every Is it? Okay. Because Seinfeld killed it. Great episode. <laughs> oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> Four CDs. Three, That Metal Show. I'll agree with him on that one. Two, Sour Atomic Warheads. I completely forgot about those. One, Good Rock Music. Yeah, friend of mine at work, uh, after I told him, you know, what our lists were or whatever, he's, and I mentioned last week that I wanted, the, you know, hair metal back or whatever. He goes, how about just rock and roll, because that ain't popular anymore. I said, well, you're right. I should have just said rock and roll. I was kind of thinking the same thing when I was driving over here, and I was listening to the local classic rock station, and Metallica was playing on the classic rock station. <laughs> Since when's Metallica classic rock? And I was like, oh, oh well, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. You, you realize that point of your old, and then it's like, well, I guess they really don't have anything. That's why I don't listen to the regular rock and roll stations of the in the in the area anymore because. Everything sucks, and I think that's partially why. So 
Here's my theory on all of that. Well, the regular ones only play classic rock anyway. Well, it's because there are, there is no good new rock and roll music oh. at all, rock music at all. It's there. It's just hidden. There, there are small bands out there. They're putting stuff out. They're like Gold Bars and Red Dead. Exactly. But it's, <laughs> the, the big ones are the only, and I, I understand why it's so popular. I personally am not a huge fan of why country music is so popular. It's oh. because they actually put out original music. And new music. Like, it's... They put out nude music? Yes. They put out music frequently. Right. It's consistent. Consistently. Bad, but, you know, it's at least consistent. <laughs> like you said. And they have, like, 14 uh, award shows every year, so there's always a country music award show coming up. So what is... And not to sound like the old man, you know, Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn... I don't, I don't like music to begin with. Like, I don't follow music. I don't know anything about music. I don't care to. What is popular now? Is it just pop? Pretty much country and pop. Is uh, it? Um, Jesus, because I don't listen to the... Is Bon Jovi still popular? No, Bon Jovi oh. is not still popular. Aww. Um, Spice Girls is coming back, though. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Oh, I want, I want to. I want a Zigga Zigga. They're coming back for a tour in the UK. Oh, that don't help me. I would go see them. In the UK. Let's go to the UK. All right, we're going. Change approved. <laughs> uh, what else we got? All right, from intern Hackney. Something that was brought up over the weekend. After Petey was benched as a running back in Remember the Titans, who became the team running back? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, this, white kid. This is my issue, too. Uh, I'm going to raise your question on this one, intern Hackney. Uh, when Falco was no longer playing as the starting quarterback in the replacement... Nobody cares. Why did they take him... Why did they cut him or him, him not show up? They just had the guy that crossed the picket line, the professional guy. You needed a backup quarterback if you got injured. You couldn't just let Falco go home. Yeah, they you did. could. They had no backup quarterback in the replacements. They have the kicker do it. That's what they do. He was smoking on the field. You can't have a quarterback smoke on the field. You can in the replacements. No. The replacement players. You can easily do that. Where's Doug at? He would get me with this. I love the replacements. Doug, come back. I don't know why you're... Shut up. What else we got? All right, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Today is election day. Who did you vote for? (laughs) I ain't touching that one. Uh, Vader and Palpatine. Actually... I will say I did vote for my brother for senator. You think he'll win? No. That's why Jim's not here this week. He actually is out running his campaign. Uh, I saw him at my uh, local polling uh, section, so that was nice. Really? You did? Yeah. Yeah, he was out polling. How did he get there? Power bottom for Senate. (laughs) His big thing is public transportation. That's his big issue. He covered a lot of area with his with his uh, metro pass. Oh yes, he did. He was able to get from here to there. You know, wearing his American flag suit (laughs) with his top hat. He, he, he got pretty far in the streetcar. He got about four miles around Cincinnati. These are inside jokes. Uh, Jim doesn't have a driver's license, so we can all mock him next time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, going back, was it the Ryan Gosling character that ended up uh, playing uh, running back? You're looking at me like I would know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hasn't seen a movie in six years. Good point. <laughs> I can argue it. What else we got? From Kevin at 365 Flicks Podcast. Good day, mate. 
you cheeky monkey. Hello, Vicka. There you go. In the UK, we have chocolate bars called Yorkie. And its slogan was, Not for Girls. Given how chunky the bar was, people are kicking off... People are kicking off because apparently it's insensitive to females or something. My question is, where does this end? And what happened to us? I'm sorry, that isn't offensive. It's not for girls. You're automatically saying half your audience, target audience, can't eat your candy bar? That's never stopped Jeff before. It could say not for guys, but he's eating it. I don't know. I've never used uh, secret antiperspirant because it's... It might be strong enough for men, but it's made for women. This sounds like it's at least decent candy. They should have done that with Necco wafers, and women wouldn't care. Oh. Necco wafers, not for women. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, what happened to us? Well, as a society, we have actually have... I don't even know what happened to us. I, I could weep for our future, not just because of this, but for many reasons. I don't even know anymore. Um, you'll catch me on the podcast Stumpy, uh, or what's that one? Soapbox. Soapbox. On the- I like Stumpy. <laughs> That's my I think it's because Europeans hold themselves to a higher standard. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> yeah, but we bathe regularly. Uh... <laughs> wow, did you just insult the entire continent? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just England, France, Spain, uh, Madrid, Luxembourg, Germany, West Germany, Czech, Slovakia, Slovenia, Italy, uh, Iceland, Greenland, Denmark, Norway... Hawksan, Yukosan, Ubuxan. Okay, all those stands are in Asia, and Greenland's in North America. <laughs> and so. Madrid's a city. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> are you sure Madrid's a city? Yeah. I think it's another Why question. Sure? I don't think so. That's like saying Rhode Island and uh, Long Island are cities. Okay, Nick, they're country, they're states. <laughs> yeah, the state of Long Island. State of Long Island. Have you been there? I wouldn't go there either. <laughs> it's like its own country. <laughs> Good thing about that city is that state, whatever it is, is the Islanders. All right. Now, from Dev, when when will the liberals decide that social equality enforced by the government is not a financially vi- financially fin- viable plan? Yeah. And begin to become more moderate on some of their more radical views. This is a new. Uh, the segment. answer is never. This is a new segment, or called, at least not in my lifetime. This is a new segment by Dev called Politics with Blake. Uh, these are for Blake. Uh, Blake will get back to you on that answer. Yeah. Thankfully, Blake's not here to answer that this week because <laughs> we don't have two hours to sit here and listen to him answer it. <sighs> and still not get an answer. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> more like six. Yeah. We edit this down. Edit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, can we take back Madrid? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> a state or a country? Madrid I think so. Not even a real country, anyway. Okay, we got a listener review from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Let's wrap this sucker up. All right. He. Uh, this is for Bohemian Rhapsody. Hackney messed up on this. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Just like he messed up on that top five. Fucking Hackney. God. He's on probation. Right, Bohemian Rhapsody, Kevin at Cincy Explorer gives a 7.5 out of 10. Better than the Rotten Tomato score. Great performances. Felt the script lacked depth at the places where it was needed most. I have to agree with Kevin on his review. 
And since Jeff's the only one that's seen the movie out of the three of us, I guess we'll take it. What did you give it? I'm sorry. I didn't give it anything. Oh. I don't put my films down to arbitrary numbers. How many forks? Oh, uh, probably nine forks. Okay, good. Okay. Let's wrap up with Professor Number One. Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. The last time you recorded on Election Day, Trump was elected. Mm -hmm. What surprises do you have in store for tonight? The last time we recorded on Election Day was in August, because I remember they made me go out to the polls to vote down our stupid school board. (laughs) By making, they made me go to the polls in August, they're getting a no vote. (laughs) I think he meant the last big Election Day. Oh, he didn't say that. Uh, Well, that was last year then. Because every November they have an election day. I think he meant election night with Trump versus Clinton versus Johnson. Well, I know what he meant. What surprises do you have in store? Funny thing, we got Amy from Culture Babble coming on later on tonight. No, we don't. And Hillary Clinton's going to be here. No, she isn't. Or Nick dressed in drag named Hillary. And Tara Reid's going to stop by because she, when you think politics, you think Tara Reid. She can go right or left, just like her breast. Well, when I think of uh, uh, having a discussion about uh, prison reform, mm-hmm. I think uh, Kanye and Kim are who I need to invite to the We don't office. talk about them. I didn't say the name. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, K- Kanye Johnson? Yes. Kanye Johnson? <laughs> How is he still relevant? I don't know. Because he's stupid enough to stay in the media. Do people realize, just don't talk about him. I mean, he'll go away. Of course, people don't talk about us, and we don't go away, so. <laughs> That's true. So. All the all those celebrities, nobody gives a shit about your opinion just because you have an avenue to voice your opinion to, to mass populate it. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. I don't have a problem if someone wants to spout off their opinion. My problem is the president inviting these people to the White House to have a sit-down meeting to talk about it. I'm Kevin James. How come I haven't been invited to the White House? Ah! I'm Kevin James. Yeah, he, he put Scientology on... The, is rough. He put on the mask and then started... Where's Leah Remney? ...doing this crap. Hi, I'm Leah Remney. Uh, welcome Don't even to sound Hobie. a thing like Leah Remney. Yes, I do. Scientology bad. <laughs> There's your surprises for today. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Leah Remney just left the office. Uh, there's your uh, listener feedback. Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. This this is sad news. Mike Myers thinks he's relevant again. Not the Halloween horror killer. Um, well, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was also as the asshole. Was he any good in it? Yeah. Not really. Um, he was good in Mystery Alaska. That was my last favorite role with him. <laughs> and he was in it for literally five minutes camera time. You know where he could get a good rub and a tug around here? Not literally. Yeah, that's no, what he said. He wasn't bad in Inglorious Bastards. I keep forgetting he was in that. Yeah, it was a very small part and worth forgetting. The Austin Powers franchise has been dormant since 2002's Gold Member. Thank God. That movie was bad. I enjoyed it. Ugh. But a fourth installment in the series might finally be on the way because when I talk to millennials, and I do, they go, when do we get a new Austin Powers, Jason? And I go, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that everybody wants to see it. Mike Meyer, who, plays, who played Austin Powers in Dr. Evil in the Silly Spy series, said in interviews recently that a fourth installment is looking good. 
and could have a unique unique hook. I'm going to say the idea of them getting a fourth one is looking good. The plot is not looking good. Oh. Uh, Myers told Entertainment Tonight, B minus, that he inter- is interested in making an Austin Powers movie told from the perspective of Dr. Evil instead of Do- Austin Powers. He's been talking about this for 15 years, to be honest with you. Uh, I would love to do a movie from Dr. Evil's perspective. So it would be Dr. Evil 1, Austin Powers 4 is how I would roll. Start the campaign, please. Thank you. Myers, you have more money than God. You don't need a Kickstarter. I don't think he has more money than God. So quick question on this. Yes. Is Mike Myers in, and Austin Powers the Medea for white people? Ooh. Mind blown. I like that. That's a good one. I don't know. We got a Medea question next week, too. Curse I'm number one fan, Doug. Wow. That's a tough one. Jeff, what do you think? Um, I would say Fat Bastard is. Yeah, there's no cross-dressing really, is there? No. Well, he's Scottish, though. Does that help? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, his Scottish accent that he never pulled out or used anywhere else before. So I married an axe murder. Mm. 18 Shrek movies. Oh, yeah, he was the Shrek movies. Uh, it's Scottish, it's crap. <sighs> in a separate interview with E! News, Myers said, you know, it takes a long time to write the script. You want it to be fantastic. Writing's hard. <laughs> Is he working with George R.R. R. Martin? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> you know, I didn't finish Austin Powers' fourth one, but I did finish the Song of Ice and Fire and Rain and Wind and <laughs> Water and... Earth, Wind, and Fire. I meant to be writing this movie, but instead I did these six other movies in between. We'll get to it. <laughs> Sean Bean said no, so I was out. <laughs> uh, Jay Roach, who directed all three Austin Powers movies, is reportedly interested as well, because what else is he doing? Myers said he met with Roach about fourth film, adding again that it's looking good, but we'll see. Stop it. Nobody wants to see this. Nobody. I do. I would want why, to. Why would you want to see this? Please explain to me. Oh. <gasps> Because it made me laugh. Eaton, really? The only part about Goldmember that was decent was Michael My- or was, uh, Michael Caine. Some people just want to watch the little wow, Michael Caine thought was the worst part of the movie. Oh, no, Beyonce was not good. Beyonce wasn't bad, though. I mean, <sighs> Mini-Me. Oh, man, Miss Science Vern's not in it anymore. Good point. You can't have Mini-Me. Well, I don't know. If you have Tupac doing uh, hologram concerts, I guess you could bring Mini-Me back. That would be interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, so you're in for this. Nick, are you in for this? Do you care? I really don't care. It would be, if it showed up on my Netflix feed, I might watch it. Okay. How about Grown Ups 3? Would you be up for that? No. It? Okay, good call. Well, this was fun. Ah. Well, this podcast? Is this it? Are you quitting? Is that it? <laughs> no, no, you asked what Jay Roach is, was doing. So oh, yes. I looked up what Jay Roach was doing. Uh. The last thing of note I think I see here is uh, he did the movie Trumbo in 2015, was up for a bunch of uh, Academy okay. Awards or whatever. Vaguely, I remember that. That was, uh, he did the campaign in 2012. That's not good. Uh, and Dinner for Schmucks in 2010. Did you ever see that? Uh, I saw parts. I would ask Nick, but I did not answer that. I've seen it. Did you? Dinner for Schmucks? Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, it was, it had its moments. It I would have paid to see it. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh. It's like hitting a gold ball right here. Besides the Austin Powers, he did Meet the Fockers. Ugh. And Meet the Parents. How many did they make of those? Three. 
and they did Little Fockers, but apparently he did not do that one. Even he had some taste. Yes. Um, Which one had Barbara Streisand? Was that the second or third one? That might have been second. It might have been two and three. Yeah, yeah, she was in the second one because she played Mrs. Fokker. Because Dustin Hoffman was in that too, right? Yeah, he was Mr. Fokker. (laughs) Get it because the names? It sounds like Fokker. I hate you, Ben Stiller. Uh, if you'd like to come on our show, they just email us at hobiepod at gmail.com. Um, anyways, news of the strange. Per- we bring this out once in a while. Come to the New York Post. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Cut that out. Cut that out. Literally. Doting moms are so attached to their newborn babies that they're holding on to their children's umbilical stumps as keepsakes and turning them into jewelry. I'm a little repulsed by that. Well, it's better than turning their kids into jewelry, so I guess that's a positive. I thought you were supposed to chew on those. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's a placenta you eat, right? That's what you do, don't you? Yeah, sure. That's Maggie what you McConaughey do. McConaughey did, or he buried it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Bury the placenta. He did! I thought they took those and they turned them into pills for you to take. <laughs> that's placenta. Never mind. <laughs> But the pills really don't work. It's just a mental thing. <laughs> oh, I need to get my placenta today. <laughs> my anxiety's really bad. <laughs> this helps. Jeff, look. So bearing the placenta, what is Google that. <laughs> Bear, bearing the placebo. The placebo, okay. Uh, so, so we don't even have to do an addendum. Our title is called Bearing the Placenta. <laughs> or the placebo. I like the placebo. There we go. <laughs> Done. I'm done. Well, thanks for listening. That was a quick episode. Amazing what happens when Jeff and Blake aren't here, or Jim and Blake. Wearing the placenta, it popped up. See? In many cultures, including Navajo Indians and the New Zealand Maori, bearing the placenta. Oh, crap. No, I got to actually open the entire link. Nikki, please explain (laughs) this to us from New Zealand. I have no problem with it. You know what? If it doesn't hurt anyone, I don't care what you do. But I just find this a little odd. The stump. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the way the article begins. So you are quite ready to let go of your placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the whole eating the placenta thing totally gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yep. The good news is there's another way. <laughs> no. What? You going to put in a blender? Uh, bear the placenta to symbolize the baby's link to the earth. Okay. But bearing the placenta may. Stupid ad. Get out of here. <laughs> Attract animals? They have had <laughs> practical reasons. Oh, wolves around a tree out there, kids. If they just threw it out, it was going to attract animals and maggots and flies. So burying it was a good way of getting rid of it. Uh, we got a family of raccoons out in the garden. They've been following us for weeks. <laughs> they seem to come back every time we have a newborn. I don't know why. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> Maybe a dingo ate your placenta. Make <laughs> <laughs> your wife gave birth a couple times. Keep save. <laughs> Let the medical professionals dispose of it how they dispose of it. <laughs> you said save. I thought you were doing like a video game. Save from this point on. Yeah. Nope. Stop. Stop. I'm going to save before. We'll go back to here when it goes out bad. 
Maybe that should be our safe word on the show. Anytime Blake goes into bad territory, save. Okay. <laughs> now we're good. <laughs> save. So this goes off the rails. We have a checkpoint to go back to. <laughs> you lose a hat, but <laughs> damn, I liked a bowler hat with a red band, fit my outfit perfectly. So you got killed, and then that, so that's when you lost it. Yeah. Uh, I, when you get well, apparently you don't get to keep that when you come back after being dead. And then if you go back to a save, you. it wasn't there. Maybe your head got so fat from all the candy that it wouldn't fit the whole head. No, that's the problem. <laughs> you told me that, you, you know, if you eat too much or whatever, you get yeah. fat and your stamina will go down. Yes. I'm trying to get that to happen, and it won't <laughs> let me. You're trying to be a lifelike. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to make it feel like I'm in the Old West. Arthur Morgan on Red Dead Redemption ran from here to the tree. He's winning for the next six days. <laughs> Now just think of how much punishment I can give them horses. <laughs> Turning it into Westworld. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know if you saw uh, Pittsburgh Nerd. Sean tweeted at us earlier. I don't know if you saw that. He said, uh, what do you think that uh, Red Dead 2 is actually Westworld? That would be awesome. <laughs> I would be down for that. I, I, I'm wondering why... I, now I know why you're angry that there's no missions within 10 feet of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here! Oh. And that's annoying that all the missions are so far away. It's like, ride, 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 ride. Well, if you, if you get the gold bars, you get the fast pass, and then you're fine. Oh, there's a fast pass? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I have to find the fast pass then. So here's what I did. I went to the town, which is close to your camp. Yes. You get the gold bars. That's not close enough. <laughs> and then it's actually pretty close. I get the gold bars in the burned out town. It's not Valentine's, it's a burned out little sheriff town. Okay. So I get the thing, I get the gold bars, I go back to my camp and then do a fast pass to the fencing place, which is pretty decent in a way. You get that a little bit later on. I think I've got a guy who fences for me now. Okay. I think that was the last. Does he have a mask and a sword? No. Aha! <laughs> it's anyway. Zorro, yes. Zorro is in my game. Antonio Banderas is my fencer. <laughs> I'll trade you for Melanie Griffin. No, no! Get that away! <laughs> Get her away! <laughs> I was in Stratton. Put, uh, put some boots. Uh, anyways. <laughs> that was your Antonio Banderas impersonation? Actually, I think I was trying to be Melanie Griffin. I don't know. <laughs> she, I don't he didn't think say, she so I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he didn't say, I'm Melanie Griffin, but I was in Puss in Boots, even though I wasn't. I'll be honest, I think I was going through a stroke. Anyways. <laughs> I don't even know what article we're talking about. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, placebo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the stump is part of the umbilical cord that stays on the child's stomach, which is nasty. I, I have did. three kids. You had three kids and had to look at that. Oh, and I'm, oh, I love my kids, but that, oh. one starts to smell a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's black. Yeah. It, like, crumples up. It becomes black, and you're just like, can you just cut that? No. It's like a rotten pumpkin or something. Yeah. After the cord is cut, it falls off naturally within 7 to 21 days. Ruth Avra, jewelry designer, based in Florida. <sighs> Leave it to Florida. Florida. Thanks, Florida. It's called a hanging chad. Come on. Was inspired to make a... Um, why were you inspired? To make an umbilical stump bobbles in 2012 when she gave birth to her son shortly after her best friend also welcomed a boy. I put both stumps next to each other on the table. Why? Why are you putting both stumps next to each other on the table? Yeah, didn't you watch Meet the Fockers? That's not what you're supposed to do with it. Bury it. Lightning bolts struck and I had a plan, she told the Oh post. my god, they got struck by lightning? Now that would be cool. Uh, after Avro made the stumps into necklaces, she decided to do the same for other mothers wanting to hold on to their child's umbilical cord forever. 
Several pieces made by a process called Lost Wax Casting cost just under $200 and can be purchased on our website, which we're not going to promote. No two stumps are alike, and the shape of each piece is entirely determined by the shape of the cord stump. Uh, quote, it represents a connection between a mother and a child because it's literally the physical connection that is between you. I get that. That's kind of cool. I'll give you that. How many times can they put the word stump in this article? Oh, there's some more. <laughs> Avro said, adding, once the stump falls off, the necklace is a symbolic way of commer- commemorating the bond. I get that. You know, you, you know, my wife said that was great, you know, having, you know, the babies inside her. It was wonderful. I just have an issue. Like, I don't know if I could do that. I'm also a germaphobe, though, too, so. You? Yeah. Avro isn't the only company on the market making jewelry from often overlooked and discarded stumps. (laughs) (laughs) Speckled Milk (laughs) makes a sterling silver umbilical stomp ring that goes for $80. The company also makes jewelry from breast milk, hair, placenta, wedding veils, as well as pet and human ashes. I've heard the ashes thing before of... Like, what would you do? Like, put it in a little container around your neck or something? No, they... So, if you get somebody cremated, you send them the ashes, mm-hmm. and they, like, compress it or whatever, and turn it into an, a jewel. Okay. That's different. That's different. Uh-huh. Like a manufactured mm-hmm. type okay. stone. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if that's any different than the umbilical cord, though, then. I think that process has cost way much more than it's probably worth. The ashes? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I had to pay $20,000, but at least I got a ring with my wife on it. I mean, or that is my wife, or whoever. <laughs> whoever your loved one would be I that you like want. I just like having you try to become a normal relationship person. <laughs> I like seeing you try to explain a normal relationship. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Well, you would you want to turn your wife's cremated ashes into a ring so you could, or... Oh, I'm sure she's going to haunt me anyways. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then right now you can have her body with you at all times that's, on your pinky. I, I, I don't a know. Pinky <laughs> ring. A, a, a mood ring. <laughs> a mood pinky ring. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it changes moods when the ghost gets angry. <laughs> it's like haunting me even in death. <laughs> I have a Telling me what to do. <laughs> it's like carrying your own Ouija board around. Yeah, I don't want yeah. that. Nagging me from the grave. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. I don't even know where I'm going with this article. This is Blake's fault. Uh, <laughs> and finally, quickies by via Forbes. Forbes. Halloween, the movie, is a huge hit with a record-breaking opening weekend. Also, more money after that. Uh, it's on top of the box office on Halloween. The impressive what record did it break in its opening weekend? A horror movie. Uh, in October, I think, or something like that. A horror movie in October. Didn't it have a better one? I don't know. Oh. I'm okay. just guessing. I thought it fell short of I'm the right record. At, I'm right until I'm provoked. I'm going by the article by four. Fuck it. Moving on. That's your news of the week. It made a lot of money on Halloween. Yeah, it made a lot of money. Yeah, you're right. Anything else about it? I love Halloween. Okay. I said that's it. I'm in charge of the segment, fucker. Turn it off. Okay. We're off. Save. Put that coffee down. Call an old film fans. Want to add a little more fun to your podcast diet? Well, why not listen to the 3656 podcast? We're the lads from Smallville, UK. We love to bring you the latest news, our own special brand of meaningless movie nonsense, as well as a bunch of top fives you really won't care about. 
I'm Ken. I'm Chris. We're pissy. We're fanboys. We're having another beer. We're the 365 Flix Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Podomatic, and many, many others. Also look for us on musicsofageek.com and wickedradionetwork.com. Sick of listening to all those overpaid movie critics. Then tune into the 365 Flix Podcast, your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. Jeff, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd of 2019? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right, Duke Energy Convention Center. Usually tickets go on sale in January. So visit CincinnatiComicExpo.com for all your updated news. And we'll be listening here as well. The good news is, Jeff. Yes? What does Hobie do at the expo? Oh, we set up a booth. And what else? We record. And? Have trivia. Free trivia that people always are taken back by. How much is it? It's free. It's free. We're here to promote. <laughs> We're here to have fun. Oh, uh, we might be the we might be the only free thing there because we love our audience. Children's Cincinnati Children's Theater. Oh, they were free too. Yes. Well, everything in our gallery is well. Yeah. They, you can donate to certain yes. causes there, and we suggest that if you are there, to take it around because there are some people that deserve donations. We started buying lots and lots of toys and prizes to give away for the trivia. Funko Pops, I hope you're ready. Thanks to A. Pants Doug for his constant contribution. Uh, and I've gotten some things, too. Uh, and I got something, and this was not on sale. I had to buy it, though, for the expo as a prize what? giveaway. And I did it for you. And even my wife agreed that I needed to get it. What? It is the Imaginex Aquaman with a seahorse that is purple. Uh, but if that's a p- prize, I can't win it. That is the most awful-looking seahorse you have ever seen. It's the coolest seahorse. Thanksgiving fellatio. Wait, wait. That uh, seahorse is an actual horse. No, no. There's a sea. It's a seahorse. It has a curved tail. There's oh, no legs. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what to say about that. I saw it, and I go, oh, my gosh. I have to get this. It's a brand-new <laughs> one. I'll be putting it on Twitter here. Uh, they also have Mara is in there, too. Oh. Uh, this is Aquaman. Yes. Push trigger for head bobbing action. All right. Ooh. It's a DC Super Friends. Just came out. Aquaman. Imagine X. These Imagine X's are actually worth a lot of money. Uh, we have a Killer Croc. Um, my kids have played with it, so it's not worth anything. But in the box, the Killer Croc version of the Imagine X guys, they're like little Fisher Price guys, uh, is worth about 70 bucks online. So how much is this Aquaman one worth? Uh, it just came out. This is a new series that they're coming out with. Oh, this. so these aren't worth anything yet. Yeah, not yet, but uh, Aquaman and Seahorse. So, Jeff, I got that for you that we're going to give away as a prize. So for Christmas, you might get one. <laughs> but isn't that cute? It really like, isn't. It's really an awful, awful <laughs> seahorse. Nick, I'm going to keep that right there for you. Things right working there. like a circus seal, not yeah, a seahorse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Night Comic Expo, September 20th through the 22nd. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Oh, boy, do we have bomb doozies this week. Well, at least one. (laughs) Disney's The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. $20 million in its opening week. Ugly opening for the effects-laden film that cost $120 million to produce, not counting marketing. Disney had big plans for this one, but poor critical reaction. Uh, 34% on Rotten Tomatoes didn't help. And $20 million at the box office in its opening week means, yeah, unless international audiences have a stroke and decide it's worth seeing. 
You know what? They deserve it. You made a movie about fucking nutcrackers. You deserve it. Oh, yeah, I forgot Jason's uh, hatred and fear of nutcrackers. They're not natural. They move their mouths up and down. Besides, you know, yours goes side to side? Yes, it does sometimes. And in a circle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Despite opening in 72% of its markets, the film was only to scrape up another 30 I don't even know what I'm reading anymore. Was there a bad... Hey, he's moving on. What's the top five? Okay. It made a bad movie. They made a bad movie. What did well was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody made $50 million to be number one this weekend uh, on its opening weekend out of a $52 million budget. So, am I correct? And again, I don't know music. Queen did a huge concert that the big thing is. Is that Live Aid? That Live Aid, yeah. Did you see they did actual a real-life performance with the group in the show, in the movie, mm-hmm. and they're going to release that? Oh, really? Yes, the concert that they reenacted. Oh, that's um, what they put in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another problem I had with the uh, thing. Besides a lot of the inaccuracies and timelines of what things happened, the movie the culminated at the Live Aid performance. Mm-hmm. And that was the big thing. And like the last 20 minutes was pretty much them showing them on stage doing the Live, Live Aid, Aid act. Spoilers. Yeah, I spoiled it. For something that happened, <laughs> I think that would be interesting to see the, actual, the reenactment that yeah. they did of the problem was like Freddie lived for like six, seven years after that, really, and so it's like you know they did three albums I think after that and 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 did the music for the best movie ever, Highlander. You, nope, that's you. The Endangered Species. That's Congo. There, there can be only one. Thank you, Highlander. Thank you. Not as good as Congo. But they didn't touch on any of that, even though, because that all happened after Live Aid. I would love to see the last hour of the movie just be Highlander. <laughs> Switch it over. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, well, the Nutcracker in the Four Realms was second with its $20 million. How much is the budget? $120 million? That's unbelievable. Uh, Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool made $14 million in its opening weekend on a $19 million budget. Oh, poor See, Tyler. Well, poor Tyler. He wouldn't make money off this movie. It's true. He will. He's probably already made it back. This is just the weekend. Stop seeing it, people. Oh, I don't know. It might be a good one. I don't know. what this, What's that one about? I don't know. Medea's a fool. Is Medea in it? Doesn't say Tyler Perry's Medea's Nobody's so Fool. So I'm proving wrong. Medea's in it. Okay. Uh, Star is Born made another $11 million, a total of one sixty six on a $36 million budget. And Halloween made another $11 million, a total of $150.5 million on a $10 million budget. That's impressive. That is impressive. It's impressive they made a movie on a $10 million budget. Well, the first one was uh, 25000 Well, yeah, the first one was uh, seventy nine. Yeah, it was done in 79 and had actors no one ever heard of. Yeah, like, I agree, but and it made, ended up doing $76 million, I think. had... Terrible uh, what do you, uh, effects budgets and effects in it. I mean, come on. They had to buy their costumes from a Halloween store. <laughs> Good, Jeff. What else we got? We got upcoming. Upcoming November 9th of 2018. We got this terrible piece of shit, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Nick, you want to take your uh, daughters to Don't. see that? No. Don't. Show them any other version of The Grinch. This looks like crap. My kids are really excited to see this, and would, my wife... I would refuse to let them see it. Even my wife, who's pretty open on some of that stuff, is like, let's see if we can avoid this one. If you want to see The Grinch, 
watch the one they did in the whatever the 60s or whatever or even heaven forbid the uh live action Jim one Carrey from, one yeah the Jim Carrey oh. one 80 or 98 whatever year that came out uh we're going to bribe them with if you want to see wreck it ralph 2 you can you can't, you can't see this one <laughs> Uh, also coming out, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Sure. A new Elizabeth Sander uh, story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one kind of intrigues me that they went straight for the new book, even though they didn't make the you know English language versions of the second or third book. I think they're trying to do a new jumping off point with just her. and Yeah, but... I Does anyone know. remember the last one, the first movie in America? Yeah, I think they do. Okay. All right. And also something called Overlord. Jay, uh, Jay Abrams. Uh, originally, the idea was that it was going to be in the Cloverfield universe. It wasn't. It's not. It's a World War II movie that they find a German uh, scientist, in, you know, Nazi scientist doing experiments on super soldiers. And they uh, go terribly, terribly wrong. So it's a horror movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, buy, sell this week. Buying some of the stock. Uh, the Hollywood Stock Exchange numbers we have, if you will want to play along with us, uh, you can find the Hollywood Stock Exchange at hsx.com. Yep, the history of bad ideas. Look for them in the league and join us for free. Je- Scab Jeff is in first. Oh, wow. He made some movers and shakers at Oscar season, and it's working now. Yeah, we probably should probably like actually buy and sell stuff. I, b- I bought some more stuff recently. So. All I know is I bought about... Uh, a couple months ago, bought like ten thousand shares of Michael B. Jordan, and that was about all I did. Uh, don't buy the movie Mowgli uh, <laughs> because I did, and now I went to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kiss of death. <laughs> all right, we've got Helen Mirren. Mm. Uh, she is currently at sixty eight dollars and twenty three cents. A comparison of Meryl Streep at fifty seven dollars and thirty eight cents. Buy or sell the stock of Helen Mirren. I'll buy. I like Helen Mirren, but that just seems like it might be a little too much. I'm buying because I've... like Red 3 coming out. That's what I was just going to say. I'm hoping for Red 3. Nick, you buying or selling? I'm going to sell. Jeff? I think I would sell Helen Mirren there. Oh, fine. Convince me, sell. I wasn't trying to convince you. I wouldn't uh, actually you know, buy like mine. So I, think, I, can... I like her. I'm buying. <laughs> I like her, too. I just don't think... I think she's a cheeky monkey. Not going to go higher. <laughs> it could. The back end. <laughs> she could be the next superhero. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman's mom, grandma, buy sell uh, the stock of Rami Malek, who was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, he is at thirty five dollars and seventy cents. Comparison to Dominic Cooper at thirty nine dollars and fifty cents. I think that's too cheap not to buy. I I would be surprised if it's anywhere close to that now. When when did uh, yesterday these numbers? These are yesterday's numbers. Yeah. Wow, I should run out and buy that because Rami Malek, I think, is go to HSX and buy it. I mean, he, he's. Yeah, on Mr. Robot, even though I never saw it, he's getting rave reviews there. He's was great. He was the best part of the movie. So I think uh, I think I should buy some Remy Malik. Nick, Jeff convinced me. I'm gonna buy. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Tiffany Haddish is selling for fifty seven dollars and seventy one cents. Comparison, uh, she's more than Amy Schumer at forty eight dollars and. Forty-two cents. She's the next it person, so I'm going with Tiffany Haddish. I'll buy. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about Tiffany Haddish is she's like spokesperson for Groupon. Oh. And 
that's the only thing I know about. She was in Night School. She was. In, I don't even know what Kevin that Hart's was. latest movie. Oh, that's why she's on here. I uh, know she was on here for Nobody's Fool. Oh, okay. or Nutcracker. I don't know. One of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was in some movie with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and maybe even Will Smith like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and like had. Groupons to go to this one place, and I think they said they were filming in New Orleans, and and like the Smiths had never heard of Groupon because they're too good to be common people. Correct. And so she took Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith to a place with her Groupon. <laughs> so Groupon uh, heard about this and hired her to be their spokesperson, and that's the only thing I know about her. I can't tell you anything she's been in or she's funny. In. Uh, she's in Nobody's Fool. So there you go. Okay. Uh, I'm buying. So are you buying? Uh, I'm not buying until I know who she is. That was a long-winded explanation for saying no. <laughs> Nick, are you buying? Anybody that you're comparing to Amy Schumer, which really, does she have an acting career? Amy or does Sh- she have a just a comedy career? <sighs> She's done two movies, one of them good. Yeah. Or okay. Anyway. Yeah. It had John Cena in it anyway. Yes, it did. <laughs> so you're buying? You're selling, aren't you? Undecided. I guess that would be a sell then. Yes. <laughs> I'm not buying is the answer. <laughs> okay. Um, and no, no, that's it. Save. All right. Good thing we set that save point. Take two. Jason, <laughs> what is our top five? Top five this week is top five things... We uh, ways we would change the DC film universe. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I'm, I really want to hear Nick's. <laughs> Since he I've got found out about this an hour ago. Top five <laughs> pointless holidays. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, intern Jason. That was me. That was not me. That was not me. Uh, yes. So, uh, what do you think? What do you got, you, Nick? You go first. What's your number five? My number five. I'm, I'm going to say my number five is Columbus Day. <laughs> that is a fun way to change the DC universe. And, and it's not because it's a bad holiday. It's because of all the propaganda and bullshit that people have brought up about Columbus Day for the last... Well, but but down the hall! We're not down getting into that. <laughs> I don't care if Columbus was a horrible person, blah, blah, blah. It was originally meant for Italian American Day. Not to celebrate the life of Christopher Columbus or what he did. It's a really Italian American Day? Yeah, I hate Italian American. Do you think they should have changed it to Columbo Day? And the best part about <laughs> the best part of all that is Godfather people, Day. It originated in San Francisco. Some of the people who are probably most vehemently fighting to have it abolished. <sighs> Moving on, what's your? Uh, that's Nick's uh, ways to change or his uh, most pointless holidays. Jeff, what's your number five way to change the DC universe? My number universe? five that uh, I would change the DC universe is I would, uh, in Wonder Woman, I would give it a better act three. Oh, you're and going specific. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. I wasn't going to be specific. I went, oh, okay. We literally have like three different top fives <laughs> going on here. I I'm, like, more, I'm like, Wonder Woman, I will give it a, a better act three. It'll go from a, a pretty good movie to a fucking great movie. How would you change it? I don't know. Find somebody competent to change it, not me. <laughs> but <laughs> I would not have just a terrible CGI fight. Jeff, an incompetent end. man. <laughs> <laughs> I am. 
An incompetent man. Uh, my number five uh, is I would have one voice leading the universe. And they tried that with Zack Snyder. It was the wrong choice. They tried that with uh, the guy that left uh, Marvel. Uh, who was that Harry Harvard? No, 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 no. Uh, the guy that everybody loves. Who did? Blah, 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 blah. Who did Avengers? Who did Avengers? Oh, J.J. No, not J.J. Avengers and Avengers. Josh Whedon. Thank you. Jesus. It's like freaking $25,000 pyramid. <laughs> You're bad at it. <laughs> you were giving horrible answers. <laughs> it's a it's a car. It was a car. How did you not get that? Uh, yes. A ghost. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so, yes, I. you need one voice leading the universe. That doesn't mean that they dictate what happens, but you you kind of set up the background, the architect of the the universe, and then people kind of, you let good directors play in that universe. So you set some boundaries, and then you let the directors kind of bounce around. Not as much as Star Wars is, you know, so hands-on. I think you still need to have some other stuff. And I'll get to that. Number four, more team-up movies. Uh, I don't mean Justice League. I mean Green Arrow and um, Green Lantern, because in the comic books, they're really good friends. I mean, like, two, have two people. Aquaman and Mera, I like that. Uh, I like, you know, you could do Flash and, I don't know, have another Flash or something. Uh, who else? <laughs> have another Flash. There's so many multi-universes. Uh, have Batman and Nightwing. You know, you could have. I, I like that idea um, of more team-up movies. They don't all have to be serious. You could have Booster Gold and uh, The Atom. Or not Adam. Uh, <laughs> Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. <laughs> like, but yeah, you, you could do Booster Gold and the Adam. That could work, too. <laughs> but, I mean, you do that stuff. I think you're going to have it more fun. And I think you don't need these big, huge set pieces that cost $200 million. You can do two, two or three characters and have a fun time with it. So that's my number four. Uh, Jeff, number four? My number four is to remove Will Smith from the DCEU. They're working on that with J.J. Abrams, or not, uh, James Gunn's James new suicide. Gun. Yes. Um, Will Smith, when he gets pulled of a project, tends to want to change it so he looks good in it. No. And Will Smith's it up. He's, look at me, look at me. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm playing a terrible, terrible character, but you have to show my light side so people will Love like me. me. And I'm like, no. That's... Remember when they were going to make that into a spinoff and he was going to be the big guy in the universe, too? Yep. I'm the first Prince of Bel-Air. I would pay to see that as a sniper. Uh, next question number four. Uh, worst holiday or most pointless holiday? St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. As I've gotten older, I realized that, There's no that such thing as a pointless holiday if it encourages you to drink and get drunk. No. Yes. <laughs> That's all that St. Patrick's Day is, is wear green, drink beer. Yeah. And you work downtown. You used to. Yeah. You used to see the people like I do in the downtown city that the idiots that would just stumble around at 8 a.m. I'm walking from my car at 7.30 in the morning. They're fucking stumbling around. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get to job. Go back to your job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your wife appreciates you banging a 20-year-old th- waitress over there. Really? You don't think so? Probably not. Oh, okay. That's good, man. I got to run a ring. <laughs> Uh, what's your number three, Nick? Groundhog Day. <gasps> but there would be no Bill Murray movie. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean it's not a pointless holiday. Yeah, but I don't think he thought about this. <laughs> he, didn't say, he didn't say he was getting rid of Groundhog oh, Day. He okay. just said it's pointless. Winter and spring are going to come and stay. <laughs> Whether or not Poxitani Phil sees his shadow. Have you met the people of Pennsylvania? Yeah, I think I believe it. <laughs> I know, Ian. 
what's your number three? Uh, my number three is to erase Zack Snyder's movies from existence. <laughs> All of them or just the DC The DCEU ones. Okay. So it's Sucker just, Punch is still there. Yeah, Sucker Punch is still there. Uh, <laughs> 300 and uh, Dawn I don't of the know Dead, they're still there. I but, think they're trying to. <laughs> but, well, that's what I would do. I Like, I would... I would go back in time and see. I would have set a safe spot before they made it and, <laughs> and go reload. back to there. Save, save, save. Even if it means giving up my favorite hat. <laughs> uh, my number three is uh, you may have a voice leading the universe, but, and they're starting to do this, build a less connected universe. So this is going to segue into um, my number two, and they're kind of, they kind of seem like they're opposites, so they kind of go against each other, but they're okay. not. Hear but me you're out. You're saying less connected of a universe. Go ahead. But you still can develop storylines through... Uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so you got to build a less connected universe, which you can still have them all in the same realm, like the same thing that, okay, Batman's still in Gotham City. Yeah. Uh, something that happens over there can still be connected in another film later on, but it's not the crux of it. It's just, you know, you can see it in a newspaper. You know, you can you have little Easter eggs, but you don't need them all connected into a big future film. Number two, you develop storylines through several films. Be patient. You can do no... Patience? Yeah, I know, I know. Batman. I'll go back to Batman because that's the one I'm most familiar with. Do a no, do a no man's land when the earthquake destroys or, um, Gotham. Gotham um, when it crushes it. You could have that at the end of a Batman movie. Segue that into the next film, and then you can segue that way. You could still have that as a background thing in the third film if you wanted it to. You know, they're starting to rebuild in that, and you can have a connected storyline through all these films. It's not like uh, the last Dark Knight Returns or Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Yeah. They put way too much into that. That needed to be two films, and they needed to do a better job with unleashing the villains of Arkham. Don't be afraid to put these villains out there. You know, they're so worried about being grounded in reality. Put some fucking villains out there. <laughs> I'm a villain. <laughs> well, I mean, like, the couple minutes I saw of uh, Justice League, they showed the... You saw a couple minutes? Damn you. Sorry. They showed <laughs> the Flash capturing Captain Cold or Boomerang, one of them, and it's like, that's cool. They show him capturing him. Let it work in those worlds. It's like the Spider-Man films. In the beginning of each film, have him beating up a guy that isn't going to be in the movies, like Scorpion. Have him beat up Scorpion in the first five minutes just as a fun thing. And I think that people, they get afraid to do that and build these long stories, so that's my uh, number two. Uh, My number two is, why don't you just hire, like, the people who write the comic books to write your scripts, or to at least be on the writing staff of these scripts. They're working with Jeff Johns a lot more lately. Yeah, they are. And Thank well, God. That's what I, I would say, you know, instead of just, like, letting someone who doesn't know the storylines and the characters in the comics, mm-hmm. if you're trying to sell these stories to the people who buy and read the comics... Maybe you get the people who created the comics in on the... Uh... You're going to make decent money in most cases on these films. Yeah. Make them Try to make them good. It doesn't matter yeah. if they're super geeky. That's what I mean. Don't be afraid of the villains. I'll put more villains in in, the cer- in certain roles, in like five-minute segments. I'm going to beat up this guy, beating up Shocker or something. Well, super, uh, you know. But, it's, you know, if this guy, you know, wrote Superman in the books, then he's probably a good guy to go to, especially... Get the guy who wrote the story arcs you're trying to tell in your movie. Yep. That, that, that's what I would do. Number two, Nick, what's your most pointless? Number two most pointless is Boss's Day, and, and I hope we do it with Office Administration Day. Oh, what about Secretary's Day? Well, <laughs> down the hall. Oh. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm with being that. politically correct here, Jeff. I don't. I'm not going to go there. Oh, okay. I've noticed you didn't put Cookie Day though. That's a good one. Yeah. No, cookie days. Any of them where you're celebrating a type of food is a very important holiday. Anytime you're celebrating a job that's not a public servant, public service position, doesn't belong. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had anybody given or received anything for Boss's Day. Me either. Thank God. If they have, I don't want to know them. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) What's your number one, Nick? Number one, sweetest day and Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are just awful. Do you and your wife celebrate them? Uh, no, not, definitely not Sweetest no. Day. Valentine's Day, we might get, like, a, like, flowers or something, but Burger. nothing. Not, yeah, I'll agree. Sweetest Day especially, because that's just like a, well, we want a fall Valentine's Day. Yay. Yeah. I don't even know if it's that big of a holiday anymore. It, it, it used to be. Did it ever eat, really? I feel the like The reason I know about it is because it's, like, right around my mom's birthday, so she always got something for... Sweetest day because it was two days mm. after her birthday. So, so then my other part of my number one yes. is how to improve the uh, DC, DC universe. universe. Yes. So, I think what they would my number one on this, and it encompasses the whole thing. I couldn't yeah. come up. I could have never came up with five because mm-hmm. it's yeah. just one thing. Yeah. They need to just overall improve their storytelling, like Jeff just said. Yeah, yeah. they need to start from the beginning. Lay, you know. Even if you have these established characters, whatever, go back to a simple storytelling philosophy of a superhero movies that have worked. Build a backstory with your character a little bit. Depending on the character, you may need more, you may need less. Have a minor villain here or there as that superhero is going through the everyday mm-hmm. life. Throw in your villain, your main villain or main two villains. Have something going on. Then you have their one or two crossovers where they have little fights here or there. They each get, get beat you. up. Yeah, they each get beat up a little bit. Blah blah blah. Go look their wounds. One wins, the other one, and then major fight stuff at the end, and you have your outcome that leaves it open for the next movie. And it's not a tough formula, but they can never crack it. DC. Yeah. Good job, Nick. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, my number one is just get rid of an extended universe altogether. You don't need it. Just blow it up. Just put out individual books or individual movies based on the people and sh- fuck trying to connect them. See, that was my honorable mention of you can still connect them, like I said, you know, just yeah. small. But you can have uh, what they started to do is the worlds of DC. Yeah. You could have that as the main crux of it. But uh, hold on. And then you can do... A DC Elseworlds world. Yeah, no. If you if you're doing Elseworlds, don't even bother having a main whatever whether you call it worlds of DC yeah. or DC extended universe or whatever you want to call it. If you're going to be throwing stuff around where it could be part of this universe or not, just put out movies. If I want to do a Joker movie, I'll do a Joker movie. If I want to do a Superman movie, I'll do a Superman movie. It doesn't have to affect every other movie out there. If I want to come team people up, I can do so because hey, I can do so. Get the standalone movies right first. Yeah, uh, my number one was no origin films for established superheroes. I don't need to see Batman's parents die for the thirtieth time on yes, screen. Yes, you do. Uh, I don't need Superman's origin story. But but if you're establishing a new world, people I know these. Nothing. No, no. <laughs> I don't need Uncle Ben and Spider Man. I know he's not DC dying for the hundredth time. My God, let the guy rest in peace. What about flashbacks of it? 
No! Martha! Martha! Still the best part of that movie. Ugh. Uh, we had some listener feedback on this. We did. Chris Richardson. Good day, mate. Cheeky cunt. Uh, he's, uh, you can uh, follow them at 365Flix Podcast. Great, guys. Uh, also, uh, we're both, our podcasts are on nerdly.co.uk. Hello, governor. And my Black Lightning reviews uh, every week are on there as well. Uh, and also some movie reviews. I might be reviewing Robin Hood next week. Uh, next week? We didn't not this not oh. this week. The following week. Uh, as Chris Richardson said, number five, let Zack Snyder finish his vision. I'm out. <laughs> uh, ignore all the toxic bio from the internet and just let directors make their movies. Good point. Stop uh, arsing about with... I love the British. Stop arsing about with Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Either keep them or don't, but make up your minds. I think they just did. I think they just did get rid of them. Speaking of make up your minds, do you want to share the universe or do you want to have standalone Joker origin type movies? You can't be both. Exactly. That was my num- kind of my number one. Uh, the money grabbing sons of bitches at Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers! <laughs> should have no more input. They don't get to push a movie out just to get a bonus, for example. Cough, Justice League, cough. <laughs> well done. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we also had. Um, that other guy. Kevin, since he explorer. Uh, let's see. He had number five, sign wa- Joaquin Phoenix to be the new Joker in all of them. Different. That means no Jared Leto. That's fine. Do but. not make birds of prey. How dare you? Uh, they got black mask. I want that now. Birds of prey is actually one of them that I want. Never allow anyone associated with Zack Snyder near the DCEU from here on forward. Zack Snyder's got a lot of hate. Number two, sign James Gunn to write, film a new Justice League now. Like, film it now. Yeah. And number one, reboot it all. <laughs> that might not be the bad uh, bad idea. Uh, let's see here. Um, Besada Geek had one, just one. Burn it all with fire. <laughs> uh, and Michael Leal. I love Michael. Damn. How would anyone possibly salvage this universe now without a reboot? They need that Flashpoint movie to change their history. Keep it works. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Deathstroke. What? Deathstroke? Oh, no, that was, uh, that was, uh, Killshot or whatever. Deadshot. Okay, that, I was oh. worried about that. Oh, oh, Deathstroke. Yeah. Okay, that's good. With, uh, Joe Mangalani. Yeah. Yeah. Reboot everything else. I like that idea. I like that. I agree. It is going to be tough to figure that out. But the question is, do you need a Flashpoint movie to do it, or can you just do it? Well, they said, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago, that Wonder yeah. Woman is the new uh, Flashpoint. Yeah. Running reboot. That's how um, uh, the one character is yeah, coming Yeah, that's my honorable Steve mention. Trevor. Don't bring Steve Trevor back. He's coming back. If you want to bring Chris Pine back, that's fine. He'll be a great ancestor. Yeah, or, or somebody not even associated. I don't care. It wouldn't be an ancestor. He would. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) a descendant. Uh, Nick, thanks for showing up. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, Bad idea of the week. Number 895. Give an Aquaman a damn purple seahorse as a sidekick. I think everyone should have a purple seahorse as a sidekick. You would. I I would. Uh, Bad idea number 896. Don't die when you have a bowler hat on. Uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.
Um, we forgot to save before we recorded the addendum, so we don't have an addendum today. He's not lying. You've been listening to Hobie!